knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Backpacking and Blisters family, I have returned. This is Derek Summerville, and along with me today is the only... <laughs> We're both here. Shut We're up. both here. Hey, Ruben. <laughs> well, I was going to introduce you. <laughs> this is Derek Summerville, and along with me for the journey today is the only man who's ever used his own childhood nickname as his backpacking name was his Straps McGee, <laughs> a.k.a. Shoulder Straps McGee. I don't know why his mom gave him that name. I think it started early on, but it stuck. And here he is again, Karel Mandrioli. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing good. And actually, we're going to talk about names and naming things here momentarily. We are. With me today is Derek Somerville. And when planning a trip, he gives out advice. And so he tells people that struggle with being too cold. All you've got to do is stand in the corner of the tent because over there it's just about 90 degrees. Oh, wow. Just when I thought you were getting better, they slide back down. <laughs> Derek, I've got, I'm going to start off with the Bible verse today because it's going to relate to kind of one of my. My tidbits, you, can, you might even call it a, a little bit of a rant today. Mm-hmm. But this is Matthew chapter 7, verse 3. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? I'm sure you've heard that verse mm. a million times, right? Uh, yes, I have. Yes, I have. People probably remind you of that all the time, actually. Do they? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> I've had my fair share of reminders. And uh, it's a good reminder. It's a good reminder. Maybe you need more. I think you need more reminders of that, maybe. Probably. Probably. Okay, actually, before I I tell you how it relates, I I got a question for you. I'm going to give you, like, a what-if scenario. Mm -hmm. What if I, like, jokingly call you Mr. Boring? And you're like, okay, like, ha-ha, funny. But then, like, after I call you that, every time I see you, ah, there's Mr. Boring in the room, and then, like, some of our friends start calling you Mr. Boring, too. Mm. Would that get old after a while? I think I... Okay, so this is where this is where knowing yourself and being confident in yourself really plays a role. Okay. If that was a name you started saying, I kind of would feel bad for you. Because I think after, like, the... <laughs> kind of, maybe after, like, the third or fourth time, I'd be like, really, dude? It's really not that... It's not that funny. I think it's one of those right. things, Exactly. Too, like, it's, well, well, here's the thing. is Let me cut in right there. It's, not only is it not that funny... But it's the opposite of who you are, right? Sure. Like, you're very fun and entertaining and, like, super fun to be around. So to call you Mr. Boring is, like, the, like really the opposite of, of your personality. Yeah, I'd like to think so. 
Okay, so then after a while, like, and other people start chiming in, like, I would have to guess it would get old, right? I would assume so, yes. Okay. So, I was at Qdoba. Oh, I thought you were going to relate this to the shoulders thing, but never mind. Go ahead. I'm not. No, no. (laughs) And I'll tell you why I'm not going to relate to the shoulders thing afterwards if you want. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. But I was at Qdoba a few weeks ago, and... We were having like a little kind of like, I don't know, catch up time with a couple guys, Jared and Eric. And anyway, so Jared jumps in line, like we're talking, Jared jumps in line, like, hey, can you um, get me some, you know, some chips and salsa, I think, like I'll split it with you or whatever. Mm. And I was going to, you know, no problem paying. And then he's like, yeah. Mm. And then he's like, whoa, 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 wait a second. Is this, are you, are you mooching off of me? Like, Carl, are you trying to mooch? Like, he was directly relating it to this podcast and you calling me out as, as the moocher, really. Wow. And so I was like, oh my gosh, this is going beyond the trail here. And, and so then I had some time of reflection, Derek. Mm. And I thought, you know what? Like, is that, is that what it's come to? Is that I'm the guy that's just kind of hanging on, that's just like, you know, by a thread, like I'm only able to hang out with you guys because I am simply mooching off of your, your extras. And I thought, I think it's kind of the opposite of that, to be honest. <laughs> so I came up with like a mental list of all these things that I'm like, I'm, that are kind of the opposite of mooching, whether it's like, you know, paying okay. for, for trips and like hidden costs that nobody knows about, or like right. the fact that I own most of the group gear that people use and don't really like, you know, it's like not a second thought for them. Even the bear canisters we talked about, like nobody <clears throat> ever rents bear canisters. Like they, they use mine pretty much. True. And even like that True. story I told about like where we had to to um, like suddenly somebody was like, we need to find a, a better spot to stay the night before a trip. And so I came up with a camping spot. Like mm. I paid for that and nobody really offered to, to kind of chip in for that. And so, and, and I'm totally fine yeah. with that. Yeah. But then when you call me a mooch on top of that, I feel like it's kind of the opposite of, of where I've been. But I'm going to jump in here because okay. I think you in the recent months uh, have really pushed the fact that you like to be a mooch on the trip. And you're gonna go for right. it, you know. You, so you're you're kind of I don't want to say in, I don't want to say you're inviting it, but you're not right. shying away from it either. So I feel so I thought about that too, and I was like, yeah, like I definitely have gotten like an extra granola bar here or there, right? Yeah. But for all that I've put into it, like getting like if somebody's like throws me an extra granola bar, like I feel like that is a drop in the bucket compared to what I'm offering up. So so in the grand scheme, I don't think that I qualify as. As the uh, as the moocher. Let me just clarify something for you. If anybody actually believes that you're a legit mooch, you tell them to come my way. Because I think I think. <laughs> well, I'll say this in your defense. Because I I know that you do a lot behind the scenes, and we've talked about this. There's a lot of stuff that goes on the trip that you do that we just take for granted. Probably, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. You know, when the mooching topic comes up, to me, it is like a huge, funny, fun thing on the trail that we're all that. More or less, maybe you and I do. Right. And, uh, you know, if you ever are bothered by it, you know, you tell that person. I'll have words with them. It wasn't when you bring it up on the podcast that it bothered me. I think it was more that that when it began to spill over and then other people are starting to refer to me as that, I was like, okay, this might be getting a little bit out of hand. Jared meant it in good fun. But then he also, like, wanted to take a video of it. And then I was like, okay, like, I'm really, like, this is not a good, this isn't, like, shoulders. This isn't, like, oh, you know, like, I've got some weak shoulders. This guy's, like, a drain on our social system right here on our, you know, our local (laughs) group economy, so to speak. Yeah. Like, I think I'm doing the opposite of that. So I think I need to dial that back. Now, if you want to keep going with the shoulders thing, yeah, that was 10 years ago. But legit, I did have some weak shoulders on a couple trips. So that's actually fair to say, even though it was, like, forever ago. But anyway, that, I just had to throw it out there. The last thing I'll say about that is 
you got to be careful when you're, you know, jumping on. You're like, because when you open that door of like, I'm going to, I don't think I'm going to bring food anymore. I, and you, me and you are talking about mooching in so many different ways on a multiple podcasts. It's bound to spill over. It's bound to spill over. All right. So for another tip that I've got is we are going to be referring to your ability to plan a trip on this episode, Derek. And yeah, and, and there's a guy named, I think, I don't know what his real name is, but he's known on YouTube as Kevin Outdoors. And he's a Canadian gentleman, and I actually have watched a few of his videos recently, and he has a video specifically for trip planning. So if we, like he would, I would say, fill in some of the gaps if we miss something during this episode. If somebody's really like, hey, I'm new to this, I'm trying to plan my first trip, like that would probably be a good episode to check out. So we'll put that on our Facebook page, you know, a couple days after we release this podcast. Yeah, let's dive in. All right, so I'm going to give you the scenario, and then you are going to tell me what you would do to plan this trip. Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. So All right. we're going to go on a trip in the summertime out of state for both okay. of us. We're going to do Blue. part of the Wonderland Trail in the state of Washington. Mm. Okay. Have you heard of that mm. trail? Uh, I have, actually. I, I've never been right. on it, but. It, it circumnavigates Mount Rainier, and it's a popular area, and it requires a reservation, and we've got four guys going. My question is going to be, after, after we're done talking this through, would I actually trust you to plan this trip? I don't know if you trust anybody. I don't know if you trust anybody but yourself, though. So that's that's going to be a challenge uh, to I overcome trust. for me. We're well, you got you got to prove yourself to me. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Uh, the mountain is high. The mountain is high. <laughs> it is. I have thrown the trip planning reins over to somebody else on one trip, and disaster. I think it went pretty well. So so that's going to be the kind of the goal. And so I think that yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll do like a point system where like everything that I've got. That you that you also have in, in the particular time frame, like we'll give you a point for each one. And I think I've got ten things total, so we're gonna score you oh, out of ten. Wow. All right, this is this is gonna be tricky. Okay, all right, we'll see. Four to six months out, Derek, what are you doing? Okay, well, normally, I mean, you already told us what trail we're going on, so and and when we're right. going. So, I think normally okay. I would be narrowing down my trip choices. Like these are some options that we could do. Um, here's okay. some, here's some, um, here's some parameters for the trip. Uh, like these are, these are some routes with some, and here's some of the mileages. Right. And then I think once I figured out some options and you can still do that on this trip cause, cause this is a long trail. We're not going to do the whole thing in the summertime. So, okay. So th- I mean, you do that. Uh, yeah. So if I, if I'm starting from scratch, that's the first thing I do is like figure out like, well, where, where are some options we could go? Right. And then I think what I would do is, okay. You got to kind of figure out uh, who you want to go, right? So you said we already have four people going, but in in reality, that sounds yeah, easy, yeah. right? But in in reality, it's more you know you got to. It's I feel like it's I almost feel like it's you know like when you plan for a party back in the day and you had to like invite people multiple times to make sure that they were going to show up. It's kind of like I feel like it's kind of like that sometimes. And so I think I would okay. initially um, once I had the three locations. That we could probably go, and I had some mileages for those locations, and, and like you know, hey, this and maybe the difficulty of those routes, like hey, this is the hard one, this is the medium, this, this is the easy one. Give me your feedback okay. on that. Some potential, <laughs> I guess, like a window of like we usually what go in July. So what time in July works for you guys? Yeah. Blah blah blah. Okay. So I think that's phase one, four to six months out, and maybe send out that initial like, hey, this is when we're going, start clearing the schedule. Um, yeah. If, if you want to let me know, you can go now. That's even better, but I will be bugging you consistently in the next six months. Right. So I think that would be phase one. 
Um, oh, actually, actually, there's one more thing I forgot. Karen is the proven expert in addiction treatment. A recent independent study showed that 94% of Karen patients were still in recovery 90 days post-treatment. Visit CARON.org slash real. Karen, real results, real care, real about recovery. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. We open inside a vast lair. A Nissan Rogue speeds toward a gigantic door, closing fast. Our hero says, I know this seems like your typical narrow escape, but it's not. This is a Nissan sales event ad. The doors inch closer. Will she make it? Determined, she grips the wheel and hits the gas. The turbocharged Rogue squeezes through, just as the giant doors clang shut. There's no escaping summer savings during the Nissan Summer Event. Now get 1.9% financing for 36 months on the 2022 Nissan Altima. Availability is limited, so contact your local dealer for inventory information and shop NissanUSA.com. Hurry, before these offers get away. For well-qualified buyers, 1.9% APR financing for 36 months on new 2022 Altima and dealer stock. Example, 36 months financing at $28.60 per month per thousand financed. Actual down payment may vary, subject to in-mat credit approval and residency restrictions. Dealer contribution may affect price set by dealer. Dealer sets actual price. Contact dealer for details, N7522. If we needed permits, I would say okay. apply for the permits. Um, mm-hmm. And I would try, I know okay. like you've done it in the past, I would try to specify like, hey, we have X amount of spots so if you're going to go, like we've talked about, you got to let me know by... And if you want to give them a deadline, that's probably even better. I'd say give me a deadline. You know, let me know in the, by X amount, maybe three months out, okay. like, if you're going or not. I think you did a good job, like, copying and pasting from my Google Doc here, where you just basically read everything that I wrote down as the answer. So nicely um, done. I did not see that, but thank you very much. <laughs> that would have been helpful. Where All is right. that? Let me find it. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. No, for sure. Like, did I get hit, a lot of them? You hit pretty much everything. I you hit pretty much everything. I, I kind of expanded upon a couple ideas, but you hit all the main key points except for mm-hmm. one, which was kind of implied with the, the mm-hmm. planning. Where I just said, like, you know, you may, may want to buy a map. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah no, that that's way, true. That we can look at it. But you said planning. So, mm-hmm. so I'll give I'll give you four points. You, you hit four key the key points there. Um, as far as, aside kind of from perusing the map, like, if you look at a map from an area that you've never been to, like, it kind of just looks like, you're like, okay, I can look at, you know, elevations and mileages, but I don't really mm-hmm. know what this looks like. So, for me, I'll do, I'll go into, you know, the National Park Service websites. They have, you know, some trip options a yeah. lot of times. I'll go into blogs. I'll check YouTube or even just, like, you know, Google search pictures of areas to see if it, if it looks yeah. nice yeah. Uh, for planning purposes. That's true. So, yeah. And then I think, so you, it sounds like you want to allow everybody else to weigh in on what really the goal of the trip is. Is that right? Well, just to get feedback. I think the main thing is just to get feedback uh, initially, if you're that far out. I think, you okay. know, like, do you guys want to do a medium trip of 30 miles? Do you want to do a hard trip of 50? Yeah. Do you want to do an easier trip? Like, what do you guys want to do? So I think I think once you get that feedback, you've got to establish that goal still in that same time mm-hmm. frame. So you got to ask for it and then be like, okay, so I, I hear what you're saying, and here's what we're going to do. And so you've got to decide, are we going to do, like, a manageable trip, maybe, like, yeah. a downright easy trip, or is this going to be one of those trips that's going to involve some challenges? 
and it's going to be uncertain whether you're going to make it or not. And it's going to be one of those trips that, which maybe is hard, but you just appreciate, you know, you grow with your camaraderie and have kind of stronger lasting memories from that. So you got to decide like, True. or is it going to be somewhere True. in between? And so you get, and you got to, I think you communicate that, you know, before you ask for those commitments. De- definitely true. I think, uh, and we've had all kinds of trips like that, uh, of all right. difficulties. So I think, um, you know, I think it depends every year. I think, I feel like it changes a little bit every year. You know, like if we haven't done a really tough, epic trip, then it's like, this year, let's do that. Let's do the Red Peak right. part two. Let's, you know, and then, you know, I don't know. So I think you right. got to fill that out. I think you're right about that for sure. And then applying for the permit, that was like big time. Like if you don't apply for the permit, that you... You're not yeah. even going to that you're, point. That's these popular of, areas. For sure. And I think mo- if you're going midsummer, most of them are going to be in that four to six months range where you're going to be trying to apply. So mm. maybe even longer if you're going yeah. to Yosemite. So that's true. Yeah. That's true. All right. Dude, good true. job, man. I'm hanging in. Yeah. Yeah. So far, so good. Okay. So now, so you did, like, that's really the biggest one. Like, you've hit a lot of the big ones. So, but now we're down to like the one to three month time frame. What are you doing? I feel like it's ticky tack at this point. Okay, so uh, last minute. <laughs> I think at the at this point you wanna you wanna tell people like, hey, we're going to Washington. Um, maybe start thinking about plane tickets, or are you driving? Are you flying? Things like that. Okay. Um, are we spending the night? Like you know, we've had trips where are we going to spend the night in a hotel before, or are we just going to meet? early in the afternoon and just jump on the trail and go right um we got to talk about like what we want to do there guys and then afterwards like you know are some of you going straight home because uh, you well and the thing with that is like you know we've had trips where we've had a guy be like oh yeah i'm going home today but it's in like three hours but we're in the middle of the trail and we got 10 miles left we we're going to talk about that later actually so uh, I think I would, I think as experiencing that, I think I would maybe put a disclaimer in there and be like, hey, I think we're going to try to aim to get off the trail and I'm going to definitely overestimate mm. on this just to buffer. Okay. You know, like if I know we're going to get off at two, I'll be like, yeah, we're going to try and get off the trail around five. So <laughs> um, make sure if you are leaving that night, you know, make your, make yourself, you know, your, your trip a little bit later. Right. But um, other than that, Plan those little details before and afters. So maybe send out the gear list. The gear list, yes. Yeah, and that might include specific things to the region, right? So maybe we're going to Alaska, and you got, hey guys, you get a dress warmer this year. Right. There's gonna be a ton of rain. Um, last year at this time, there was a ton of blah right. blah 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 type of weather. So those yeah. are things that you want to just mention. I think for sure in the gear list. Um, okay, you know. And, and just to clarify, Washington's Wonderland Trail is not in Alaska. I know that. I'm just saying it depends where you go. So okay. let's say we're... I know, but we're basing it on this scenario, and you're kind of talking about Alaska now. So, okay, so Washington, I'd say make sure you bring a good, you know, rain jacket. Okay. Because that will be huge. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to hate life. July is the drier season, but it is Washington, so you never know for sure. And then with gear, I know, I know we talk sometimes about... Well, we did it. We've started doing it more regularly. Like, right? You know, you'll we'll we'll be like, okay, hey, here's all this group. Here's all the group gear we need, and you need to, you know, we can okay. maybe kind of divvy that up then, or maybe I don't know, maybe like a month ahead or something like that. Dude, you're hit. You're hitting on all cylinders right now. I love this. This is standard, dude. This is standard. Yeah, you you know standard. your stuff, man. You hit every single point from that 
that one right there. So I'm going to go, um, yeah, you get three, three more points. Seven out of ten, we're going to haven't hit the last category champion and just to clarify like the gear list we're going to get more into to a gear list in a later episode i believe because that's that's a yeah. whole animal by itself it's huge you hit the travel plans i had that as a list that that could be your plane ticket hotel possible rental car or you know shuttle from shuttle various yeah. places yeah uh group gear planning you could start you know once you have those commitments from people you can s- decide who's carrying what if you're comfortable doing that and true, true. yeah good job true. man true true Okay, so last one, month to D-Day. Mm, okay, last month? What am I doing the last month? Uh, I yeah, think month, all the way up to like the actual you know, day of departure. Uh, I think I'm just, you know, ch- like if I'm like me, la- okay, so like for me, this last D-Day month, I was like, I pre-packed, as we all know, maybe like two months ahead, which is kind of <laughs> a little extreme. That, that, little extreme. that was more than the one to three months for you. <laughs> a little extreme. Some of our guys pack like the night before. You know, we all got our own taste. Um I think for me, it's okay. like I pack. I, I'm I go through everything like a, at least a month, month and a half before I get some kind of just last minute like, oh, you know, maybe I will get some some of these pants or these socks or an extra this or that. Do I need this? Right. Um, is everything going to fit in my bag? Check my food. Do I have all the food that I want? Um, you know, does, you know all that stuff, snacks and things like that. Right. Um, and those are things usually we get like a few days before, maybe okay. a week before. Or as we talked about early in the episode, or lack of food, just not even bringing food. Or lack of food, yeah. Like, you know, you yeah, like just kidding. So. so you're pushing the mooch. You're pushing the mooch. That's all I'm saying. I was just, I was just, yeah. <laughs> just, just playing around there. All right. I don't want to open the can of worms again. Okay. So I think mainly <laughs> last minute supplies. Maybe you're checking like, do I have any rips in my bag? Did I clean my water filter out? Things like okay. that, which I should have done a long time ago. And just, just. <laughs> <laughs> you should have done that at the end yeah, of the exactly. last trip. <laughs> so, and then just, you know, all the snacks and foods I want. Side note on that. We do have somebody who's in charge of one of our water filters and I try not to drink water out yeah. of whatever's filtered from there because I don't think that thing's ever been cleaned out, <laughs> dried out, serviced, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you might be right about yeah. that. You actually might be really Yeah, yeah so that's uh, what's growing there. I do not know. As I learned the hard way, I think the night before or the day of, if I'm, if I'm not flying, I would fill up my bladder the night before. If I am flying, then I probably want to fill up my bladder when I get to where I'm going. <laughs> you probably want to, but you may still fly with a full bladder is what you're saying. I may challenge it. I want to challenge <laughs> the laws of physics all the time. Okay. So things like that. All right. Uh, so I had three more items for the uh, for that time frame, and you hit all three. Derek, you were 10 for 10. Oh, my goodness. Huge. You, you know what you're doing. So I'm ready. So getting back to that core question, like would I trust you to plan the trip? No. Still probably not. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think. (laughs) I already know the answer. I already know the answer. I'm just joking. I I think what it comes down to is like there's a difference between knowing what to do and then actually doing it. And really like you can can actually probably struggle with a lot of these issues and you can fall on your face with all these. But if you don't at least apply for the permit, then we're not going where we want to go. And so that's that's the big one. That's probably the biggest one. Yeah. And I mean, the other ones are details. Yeah. Once you get the permit, it's just like making the guys get their butts in gear and getting everything done yeah you know? and, and getting your your own stuff but yeah for, for the last one i had last minute purchases prepping food packing and, and you had some extra kind of bonus items for yeah. sure i had a whole bunch of other kind of like not like 
kind of big picture stuff, but kind of smaller detail things you might want to consider as well when planning for a trip. So I got a list of those. Mm. Did you have anything else that you thought of that might not fit in those kind of time frames? You're just like, eh, I, I, I kind of do this, or this is helpful to do in you know a certain time frame. Two things. One, I think one, I try to find. I like to call it the number two, my number two. Okay. And you kind of did this the other day or the last trip. You know, you're like, hey, can you? You're in this region of the country. We have some California guys going on the trip. Can you make sure that you guys are all on par with like plane flights? Can you get on okay. the same flight? Can you things like that? Just to make right. sure. Um, so if somebody you got to be really trustworthy of, hopefully that's me or somebody else. And then I think <laughs> the other thing was... That was oh, good. So was you don't have like a right-hand right. man for people that are like afar. Yeah, ideally that'd be nice. And then yeah. technology stuff. You know, is your tech stuff ready to go? Are the batteries good? Uh, do you have all the necessary, you know, yes. pieces and cables and et cetera, et cetera? Okay. Yeah, no, that's good. I, I had I had the batteries thing for especially for, for your headlamp. Oh yeah, I've been one. caught not checking that. It's, it's typically not like at the beginning, of the first trip of the season, but it's usually like second or third trip of the season. I don't check them, and then they start dying on me or something. Yeah. But checking your memory card for your for your camera, your camcorder, making sure you have you know there's not things on there mm-hmm. that you should have already downloaded, and that way you know even have space to take new stuff. Yeah, and yeah. this one I got I got one that we don't typically do mm. that we probably should do, which is we should probably leave a specific itinerary with a family or friend. And there's a lot of things you can have on that. You could have so, you get so specific. I mean, not only where you're going, but also like what you're wearing in case you were to get lost. But you could even go with, you know, like how long is too long overdue? You know, like at what point should we start calling in the search and rescue kind of a thing? That's a good point. Um, I think that was one of the bonuses of the sat phone was that, you know, you can, as you're going, uh, it will if you if you're texting every now and then, it'll also mark on a map and post it to like Facebook or where something you are. where I am, so people. Can so that see. helps for us, but doesn't necessarily help for everybody who doesn't have one of those. So yeah, well, it would go. But, yeah, that's true. I mean, it would go straight to my wife or or whoever you want it to go. To. A couple other things is when you're communicating, like, hey, here's where we're going. Here's you know the deadline to people. I think you want to communicate the trip costs and. Yes. There's always, like I mentioned earlier, there's always surprise or hidden costs that you don't expect. They just they seem to pop up on me all the time, or you know they're not clearly communicated by a shuttle mm. service or something. You know, with permits, like because permits work differently in different areas. So communicating that I think is helpful. I've got a cup. I got yeah. I got one more. This one relates more to the early days of backpacking. But if you have flaky friends and really if you invite people to go backpacking at some point you're going to have people flake out on you last minute maybe even during the trip so i would say consider if you're if you're not sure about how this is going to go consider making everyone on the trip go self-contained meaning like there is no group gear everybody has their own stove their own filter like that way if somebody does kind of bail um it's not a big deal and you're not relying on them for anything that can be good but i also feel like they could be bad okay it's like good because you're not relying on anybody else. Right. But at the same time, now you have like what five stoves or four stoves. If you have, bi- yeah, like, if you have a bigger group, I'm talking about people that you're not quite sure about. Like if they're going to, fl- like if it's their first time going, you're just not, you know, you just don't know. Mm. You don't know them very well. So you would rather them bring all like additional extra stuff, like additional stove, all this extra stuff, just to make sure that they're covering their own. So that way you don't have to worry about it. But right. at the same time, if they show up and they're like five miles and they're like, dude, I can't carry this stuff. Right. Like, I need to shave some. Then, it, then it's like it's on us. You know what I mean? This is actually not, I'm not the only one that 
that buys into this idea. Mm. And so I think this is a pretty common thought out there in terms of, of trip planning and trying to make your trip successful. He, but I can tell you from personal experience, like I've had people, you know, we have a three day trip and day one, they're like, this is too much mm. for me, or I don't like this, or this is too hard. <laughs> and if they have, yeah. you know, if, if it's their stove we're bringing and, they're, and they don't want to lend it to you, or like, I've just had weird group dynamic situations like we've talked about before. So I just think like, let's not even mm. worry about that. Like, you know, I've got, I've got what I need and we're good to go. So if it's like you and me, and then we have a couple other guys, like obviously you and I can share the gear, but if you're, if you have some guys going along, it's just yeah. something to consider. I'm not saying you have to do this, obviously just something to consider. It is something to consider. And that's, that's a reason why I know like if it's a trip with our normal gang, like I don't feel like you need to, to specify what I'm about to say, but if you're going on a trip and there's like new, new people or oh, like, yeah new friends coming, I would definitely put in somewhere in these emails that you're sending out to these people, like, we are going to check your bag before the start of the trip to make sure that we don't bring too much stuff yeah. for the whole group. Um, yep. be- and then you got to follow through, which kind of is not right. fun. But and as we talked about before, you are going to be in charge of that. I'll, look, I'll spearhead if I have backup. If I know you got my back, then uh, I'll do it. I'll start that. I'll stand. I'll stand behind you on that one. I'll get the ball rolling if you can, you know, okay. help push the ball down the hill. I will literally stand behind you, and when you're like, you don't bring that, <laughs> I'll just, I'll just chime in. Yeah, yeah. Good thing you're taller <laughs> than me, so they're probably gonna see you right. more than me. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. On the internet. <laughs> okay, no, for sure. We talked about that. Okay, so with all these things that we kind of have in place here, and your clear ability to plan a trip, Derek. I guess my next question is, would you be willing to actually like plan a trip and then invite me on the trip? I don't know. I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't know because I see how well you do it and you still have struggles every year. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, it's, you're not immune and it's like, do I really want to endure that? And you know, we've talked about the, just the mental stress that it can cause uh, oh, when yeah. people aren't complying with simple things, and it just makes your job a lot harder. So, right. The reason why I actually asked that question is because I was I was thinking about this. I'm like, yeah, I do like most of the trip planning, and then I thought, you know what? When was the last time that I actually like legit got invited on a backpacking trip, like where I wasn't one of the organizers? And Ooh. I had to think back. Like, I was going to say, is that kind of a slight at your personality? Like, nobody wants you. Probably. Okay. <laughs> I, was just, I was just checking, I figured. Well, what's funny is I thought back, I'm like, some of the other guys have gone on backpacking trips, and I just, you know, the guys that we typically go with, and I was not invited on those, yeah. but, you know, obviously for various reasons or whatever. Like, you, like for example, you plan one, but that was like somebody else's bachelor party, so like I don't know the guy, yeah. I'm not going to go on that one, right? But yeah, still, yeah. I was like, yeah, it's been... It's been over 20 years since I've legit been invited. And I was like, I... Let me ask you, though. Do you want to be invited? Because I feel like... Could you just show up, let somebody else run the show, knowing you're going to maybe see all these holes maybe in the, in the, the way they do it, and then just kick back and enjoy the trip anyway? So it sounds like you view me as somebody who just wants to criticize other people and the way they do things. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I don't. I really don't. I'm, I'm genuinely asking you. Yeah. Like, could you just I've, sit back and like... I've actually talked about this before with some other folks, and I thought, man, it would be amazing to either have somebody like that along on our trip or have me go on their trip, because I bet I would learn a ton. You might. Tips and tricks, whatever, and... Because I'm always asking people how they do things, and I always want to get better and, and you know make things more efficient or just more fun right. out there. So I am, I'm a learner, man. I, I like I'm a lifelong learner. I, I would love to learn. You're, you you feel like you're you feel like you're teachable, very teachable. And then if they were doing something that I was like, 
if it was dangerous, I might chime in. But if it was just like, yeah, that's not the yeah, like yeah, like what you're saying, we don't really need five stoves right now. I probably wouldn't say anything. I'd just be like, yeah, that's just how they do it. That's cool. Everybody's got their own way. Whatever. So right, right, right. What, yeah. That was more of my like passive aggressive way of being like, maybe Derek, it's time for you to invite me on a trip. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how I love your passive aggression. This is like the secret reason for even having this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you want me to plan the Alaska trip? Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. That would be amazing, actually. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah, Alaska's kind of a big area, so to narrow it down by itself, that would be hard. Anyway. Uh, we can't just show up? What are you talking about? We can't just show up. <laughs> All right. All right. So I think we hit, you know, mainly the the outline of the, the trip planning process and like I mentioned, that guy Kevin Outdoors, like he yeah. goes, he goes more detail on some of this stuff for sure. And we could certainly dive into details on like you know the best way to travel cheaply and the best you know way to do this Airbnb, whatever. I think people can pull some of those experiences together, especially if you're planning a backpack. Right, but it all bo- it all boils down. It always is going to boil down to the same thing. Okay, no matter what trip you plan, no matter. If you're going to the hotel, if the hotel's booked, if you're going to Airbnb, it all boils down to how flexible can you be? Because sometimes you get down there and show up and like we did the other last year or whatever it was. And then yep. it's like, um, oh, well, shoot, we can't do what we thought we can do, like camp out right. here. So we got to we got to find some. And so either you're going to be super bummed about it and make the whole group suffer or you're going to be like, all right, let's work together and figure this out. Yeah, my encouragement would be find people that can do that. Better, yeah, because people are either flexible or they're not. It's not something you like. I'm just going to become more flexible. Oh. Like that's a personality trait. So huge. Yeah, people that are going to have meltdowns based on things not going exactly as planned. Like that's not going to go well. But for people that have never planned their own trips or they're new to backpacking, I think I think you just got to go for it and then you just learn as you go and you'll you'll figure out your mistakes and it won't be that big of a deal in the end. So. That's half the. Fu- I think that's where we've had some of our funnest moments, though. Yeah, it's like when things don't go as planned. You know what I mean? Right. So, Which is every year. Uh, so. If you if you got a good group, it, well, yeah, and if you got a good group of guys that you trust and love, and 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 you're you know have those relationships with, yeah. then it doesn't really. I don't know. It doesn't, it really doesn't matter. matter. But that I feel like that part is typically down the road. That's why we're talking about how if you plan these challenging True. trips, like that's where you're building this camaraderie and this trust. But if you're just starting out, like you don't naturally have that with these people you're bringing, even if you've been friends for a while. And so it just takes some time to build that. Right. But you do. Yeah. You got to be select. You got to be some, I had to say somewhat selective, but you kind of do. You kind of do, but you kind of don't because like it's not easy to get somebody to go on a backpacking trip all the time, right? Like it takes some prodding. That's true. And and some people just simply don't want to go. Like they don't even want to go car camping. So. I think that there's a yeah. lot, like, yeah, it's just not, I don't know. We've had some success over years inviting guys, and now, are, you know, it's just not as easy as it seems. And I got to say for myself, like, I probably wouldn't have gone on that initial trip if it wasn't full of friends that I already knew. Like, if it was just, like, a couple rando dudes, I'd be like, eh, no thanks. Yeah. just wasn't my thing. Right. And then once I experience it with people that I, you know, like and whatever, then it's it's just a different, it's just a different vibe all throughout. Right. And it makes it, makes it more right. fun. So. And speaking of that first trip, I do have a reference to that here upcoming in trivia. So, Oh, yeah. Here we go. Don't forget that Outdoor Vitals recently released their Stormloft jacket. It's designed to carry the highest warmth-to-weight ratio possible. So whether you're packing it up a trail or across the world, count on an ultralight and ultra-packable warm jacket. Check it out, Outdoor Vitals.com. Derek, you were, yes. you were at Disneyland today, so you didn't get a chance to... Yes. Um, Dive deep with trivia, so I think I got this one covered. I was. Yeah, thanks for stepping in. We had took the kids to Disneyland. Yeah. It was awesome. Turned out 
great. Yeah, I think that like I've done a few here. I think I think you got to do two in a row after this. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, I'll do it. I think people are gonna miss your trivia's and they're gonna be tired of mine. So I think I think you got to step up next. I'm. Time. I mean, I miss my trivia's right. and I, you know, I just have to trudge through yours. So I'm gonna do that today. Right. Well, th- this one, this one's gonna be completely subjective. And <laughs> okay, I think, okay. I think you're gonna like it though. All so right. this is this is from the perspective of you, the new trip planner, who's proven your worth as an awesome organizer, leader, whatever you want to call it. Okay. And so I've come up with three scenarios that we have both encountered mm. and mm. on our trips that I don't think we have mentioned or we've mentioned enough. Um, that I, I just want to know how you would have handled these situations. Oh, okay, I can already tell it's going to be super subjective. Okay, go ahead. Well, well, I can tell. Well, there's this is kind of no pressure because because I think that like I was obviously planning the trip for these situations already, and I think I went over three and what I actually did do. So, oh yeah, I, I'll tell I'll tell you how I how I handle it, and then you can you can you know you can judge. If you want to. <laughs> oh, I'll judge. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so one you are the first one I'll start off with the one that you already referenced. So yep. we're going to pretend that you didn't give kind of ample notice as far as when we're going to get off the trail, and yep. so uh, we went to Yosemite <laughs> about this was I don't know it was eight or nine <laughs> years ago, ago. Yeah. and we had a this was a trip that I had actually done this was my first backpacking trip I had done years before, but we didn't make it as far as we wanted to. There's supposed to be this really cool mm-hmm. area in a remote part of the park, and so yep. I was really amped to get to this remote area. And in the middle of day two, I come to find out one of the guys going, who also lived in Colorado at the time, he's like, oh, yeah, my flight's at, like, 2 p.m. tomorrow. And and this is, like, a three-day <laughs> trip. And I was like, okay, so we, we got to be off the trail at, like, 10 or 11 a.m., you know, to, because it was quite the drive from Yosemite to, like, you know, LAX. And so I was like, okay, so yeah. we don't physically have enough time to do what mm. I was planning yeah. So what do you do, Derek? Well, I mean, what can you do? You know, I mean, it's just he that okay. I think I think the times were later in the day, but regardless, we had to make like a six hour drive in like four hours. And I think what happens in that scenario, first of all, it puts everybody else in a really junky spot because, you know, they you know, like after the trip we like to go yeah. get something to eat, hang out, kind of like enjoy each other for a little bit before we go our separate ways. So I mean it really puts a damper on the whole ending of the right. trip, which it did. For those people in the car with that person, that might be okay because you get to hang out on the way or whatever. But for the other guys, it's kind of a bummer. I don't know. It doesn't leave a good taste in your mouth. So I think you, it's just one of those situations that you kind of made right. us all eat crow and just have to deal with it. We have to hightail it out of there. We can't really enjoy the trail as much. So you kind of just got to make it happen, which kind of stunk. Okay. But. I think that what ended up happening was, was probably worst case scenario because we literally, like when I find out, I'm like, we actually not yeah. only have to like redo where we're going, but we have to backtrack quite a ways. And so we had to backtrack. It wasn't that bad, but, and then we, I rerouted us and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, we're not going to be able to, we have to camp relatively a lot closer to the trail than I thought. And so we ended up camping at a place that like yeah. was the worst place we've ever camped at ever. So. Horrible. Um, and we've referenced Horrible. this a couple of times. It's called Gravel Pit Lake, where it was just like the grossest water, yeah. mosquitoes everywhere. It just didn't even, you know, it didn't look nice. It was just like just terrible. So that was a, that was a bad scenario. Well, that's the thing. Like, it, I mean, what is there, there? There might be like an, an alternate option, you know. Like, and let's say we we did that whole scenario over again, and 
he's like, yeah, my plane rides in X amount of hours. And, and, and we know that like, Hey, you know what? There's just no way we can make that. Right. Like, I wish I would have knew that, that you're just going to have to like reschedule your plane ride. Right. You know, um, that's exactly where I was going to go with this is cause I, I sort of anticipate this happening this year because we have so many guys flying <laughs> in and there's not quite as many flight options as you think. Mm-hmm. And so if we get out too late, yeah. I'm going to tell people like, you want the latest possible flight. It's okay to schedule it for the next day. But if somebody schedules it earlier than expected, I'm going to be like, well, too bad for you. <laughs> mm. Like, like I'll give them notice, like you said, like you suggested, but if they don't comply, then that's just, you know, too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Since you agreed with me and how I handled it, I'm going to, I'm going to give you the point on that one. <laughs> I'm going to give myself five points on that one. Okay. Next. Five points. Okay. Next one. This is, this is referencing your first trip ever. And this is not talking about you. So like, like we had this planned pretty far in advance and then we were going to leave at like, just to avoid like Los Angeles traffic, we were going to leave about 2 a.m. and to try to get up to Yosemite in the morning so we could have like that full day of hiking and not have to deal with, tra- you know, traffic. Right. And so at Correct. 10 p.m., so like literally about four hours before we're about to leave, one yeah. of our guys that goes with us a lot shows up with two new people. Like, hey, they want to come too. <laughs> and by the way, they're packed and ready to go. <laughs> so this pushes our group size to 12, by the way. Derek, what do you do? Yeah. This is, this is the fanny pack, the fanny pack trip, right? Correct. How far did they drive to meet when, when they met you? Like, how far had they driven? Like, it wasn't hour? just that they, I don't know, not that far. Like, less than half an hour. Maybe. It wasn't that. It was more that they, they had actually spent the time packing and, and they were ready oh. to go, and like, the, like they had been invited by this other person, which wasn't all that unreasonable. It was just more that it was four hours before we're about to leave. Yeah, I mean, I think that was you handled that one pretty well. I'd say knowing that the trip was somewhat easy, I think I would be more flexible with it. If it was a difficult okay. trip, I think you might, and that's what stinks is like they're putting you in this horrible spot where you got to be a potential bad guy. And that stinks. And so right. either you, you know, if you're thinking, okay, this, this trip's only going to be like 12 miles or like three or four days or whatever it is, I think we could do that. No problem. Um, if it's like 30 miles and there's like peaks and stuff, I mean, I would just lay it out right there for him. Like, hey, I don't know if Rocky told you, but this is like a 30-mile trip. We're going up mountain passes. It's going to be like X amount of feet high. Um, it's going to be a trek. I don't know if you're ready for that. I just want to make sure you guys know that. Right, right. And just kind of lay out the parameters. I mean... What what else can you do when people put you in a bad spot as a leader? Yeah. It's like you're forced to just be as kind but firm as possible. So my upcoming trip is 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 kind of a similar setup because there's no like we're going to be going to Capitol Reef National Park and there's no quotas. So like really right. you can add on as many people to your permit as you want. So there's not really a limit there. But Ooh. if this were to happen for this upcoming trip, I would tell them straight up, yeah, sorry, like you are not going to come. Sorry, like we've already. We spent a wow. long time planning this, and I didn't realize like that you were interested, and we already put a deadline out there, so yeah. you're not going to come. Well, let me ask you this. On your upcoming trip, are you meeting ahead of time locally, or are you just meeting at the trail? Because that would be tough. Uh, that's still that's to be determined. So that could, yeah, I see what you're saying. Somebody could show up at the trail, yeah. Yeah, and then um, like, well, I'm going to go anyway. Like, what are you going to stop me? Like, what are you going to so do? So at that point, I would put them on their own permit and just say, yeah, like, yeah, feel free to join us. We have, you know, kind of our group gear set up. And if, if mm-hmm. we have enough to, you know, to share, like, awesome. But we can't, yeah. like, we need, certainly didn't account for you, I guess. Well, That's yeah, a good question. I like that question. Yeah, because that, that could happen. Yeah. Like, we, like, there's all sorts of miscellaneous people that are invited on this trip. So who knows what will happen? I know, right? 
Yeah, and by the way, it wasn't yeah. Rocky that did that. Just to clarify, like Rocky did not was not the guy that brought the extra. <laughs> Why do you need to feel the ears to do that? Is that look? You said you mentioned Rocky, didn't I? You said, yeah, you, you, you're like, Rocky, if, if Rocky didn't tell you about this and this and this, that's why oh, I, I, I said, yeah. Okay, well, that's I apologize to Rocky. Rocky. I apologize to The Rock. Yeah. I'll okay. carry the sword. I'll carry the sword for one mile, Rocky. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> With my apple necklace. Are um, right, you ready for the last one? <laughs> Let's do it. Somebody that you don't know very well gets invited on the trip. It's not one of these surprise invites we just talked about, but they get mm. invited and, you know, you kind of have your way about doing the trips. And he goes earbuds in his ears, like oh most of the time. He's like hiking, and he's he's rocking out to music most of the time. He is disengaging socially for the majority of the trip. And we have we what have the four do? people there. I'm pulling this from from personal experience from trips that we've both been on, and I'm telling and I'm I, I'll tell right, you how right. I handle it, but I'm telling you, I'm asking you how you would handle it. If I. I mean, if I have enough people on the trip, let's say there's seven people, I'm like, whatever, dude. You're lost. Have fun. Okay. Lame. Lame. And I'm not going to be your dad, but... Right. I mean, I think if it's a smaller group, like three or four, I might... I probably would say something. I'd be like, hey, man, let's, you know, want to, like, hang out with you a little bit. It's hard to hang out with you. You know, I'd, I'd probably say something to that regard, but, I mean, some people are going to be lame. Like, what okay. can you do? That's kind of what I do. We had enough people yeah. where I just was like, yeah, okay, whatever. That's lame. But... Um, so you wouldn't just like yank the earbuds out and then just be like, I'm hanging on to these till the end of the trip. Yeah, I would do that for sure. No, I wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> I'd want to do that. So it sounds like, like really, like when we, when we look at these scenarios, these, all three of these happened like years and years ago, but it sounds like you would just simply handle them relatively similar to how they were handled even after all these years of experience. Yeah, I think some of these sort of scenarios are just like, there's only so many options you really have. I mean... What can you do in some right. of these scenarios? Like you can't. I mean, if right. if there's enough time to get back for a plane ride, do I attempt to help this person out and do it? Probably. But if there's just no way, you just gotta level with and be like, I mean, what can I do, yeah. dude? Like I think this goes to what you were saying beforehand, where you just gotta be flexible and hopefully have people that are flexible with you. And I think the theme of your answers is just you just gotta roll with you it. You gotta right? roll with it. And I feel like if you knew you're gonna fly out the same day, i just this is kind of a side note, um, then drive yourself. You know, drive yourself, and because right. you're putting all these other people out, of, sure. out of whack. So, all right, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna pass you on this trivia. Wow, thanks. Subject subjective yeah. trivia passed. I like subjective trivia from our personal experience passed. So there you go. I would say that this might have been one of your best episodes where you just shine. <laughs> you were like a light shining in the darkness. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think it was yeah. I just you're. Yeah, your wisdom, your knowledge, just everything came together for Look, you today. I know what I'm doing on the trail, even though sometimes uh, you make it seem like I don't on the podcast. Totally fine. <laughs> I take the hit. I look like the fool for you to make this podcast just the best podcast out there. Um, but for me, yeah, you're welcome. You. But uh, no, I, for, and to your credit, like <laughs> I've learned a lot from you for sure over the years. But I feel like, yeah, I mean, I feel like now, like I've gone on trips without you and stuff, and it's been fine. And I feel like I'm, uh, you know, very confident. Uh, competent hiker and all this stuff. So. Right. Thanks again, guys, for joining us today. We got some exciting episodes up ahead. Stay tuned for the last quarter of the season and send us some reviews on uh, Google Podcasts and Apple Play. We look forward to those. MP3s, if you got them, we love it. We need it. We yearn for it. We'll talk to you soon. And remember, guys, it is not backpacking unless a friend pops a blister. 
along the way. So Carl, he did plan uh, another trip. Um, it was a solo. It was a solo hike, and uh, it took him about I want to say four months to plan this. He planned, um, you know, to get the get the permit. He got the gear. He took a backpack weighing about twenty pounds for this trip. I don't know why, um, but it was a trek, and it took a while. And all for this one moment. And the trip was only maybe like five minutes. And he ended up finding, uh, it, was, it was a trip to a bathroom. And he, he did it. He got there. I don't know what was in the backpack, but he did his due diligence, survived it. And he hiked all the way back home. So I was proud of him. It was a really good job. So he's growing. I'm Will Cooper, host of Hunt Stand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app, to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more.